Hello, everyone. I'm Alexandra Fernandez. I am the host of In the Booth. And today in our virtual studio with me, I have Noah Moncton, who is the lead singer and a guitarist for the band The High Loves, which is a rock and roll band from Toronto. They recently played in Kingston back at the end of April. And seeing them live, I had to go up to them afterwards, invite them to come on CFRC. So it's a pleasure to have you on air with me. Welcome to CFRC, Noah. Pleasure to be here. Thank you, Alex. You're welcome. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and also maybe just let us know who else is in the band? Um, and, sure. Uh, yeah, maybe just a little bit about your musical background too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so again, my name is Noah. Um, in the band, we also have uh, four other members. We have uh, Jane Spanier. He plays the drums for us. Uh, we have Jeremy Ugro. He's our keys player and uh, singer and we have Marco Stianovic on lead guitar and uh, also he sings as well and then we have recently been playing with the fantastic bass player Thomas Hainbuck so uh, that is us that's our lineup um, about myself um, musically uh, I, I've been doing music for a long time started playing piano when I was like three um, but started taking it kind of seriously when I was about 18 um, and just been hustling the last while and I kind of, I was doing jazz for a while. I studied, I got a diploma, studied jazz bass and composition. Nice. And uh, yeah, and then I kind of moved away from that eventually um, and got back into, like I love jazz, but my, uh, what got me into it in the first place, I think was uh, rock music. So uh, rock and pop. So I kind of, this, uh, this band has been um, me kind of getting back towards a, uh, um, the genres that I that made me like kind of fall in love with doing music in the first place so yeah that's awesome that's a great excuse to start a band yeah uh, it is this. yeah yeah exactly yeah um so um the highlights were formed in 2018 and how did it kind of all come together and also where does the name come from sure yeah um so how it started was again like I I just, I was kind of done with school and done with jazz. I had just done a year at Humber College um, and I dropped out after a year there. I just kind of figured it was my time. Like I was just done with school. It was a great college, but um, I moved from to Toronto from Victoria, BC. That's where I'm originally from. And I was, okay. came out here to kind of pursue music and do it professionally and, and start a, a group. And I was just kind of figured, okay, it was, it's time. So I, I thought about it and I, at the, at the time I was like, I knew I wanted to start a rock band and I was like really into uh, early 2000s rock at the time, like mm -hmm. uh, Arctic Monkeys, Strokes, uh, Metrics, stuff like that. Um, and so I was just like, okay, let's do a two guitar, bass, drum kind of deal. So I, I um, reached out to my good friend, Matt Bottenheimer, who's our original bass player. Um, he since just because like over COVID and stuff had to move back to Victoria, but uh, we're still good friends. And so I asked him to join the band and it was like, what if we started a rock band, kind of like our monkeys or something? Initially, that was the idea. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's great. Let's do it. So, mm -hmm. uh, reached out to him. He was into it. Um, I wrote some songs. I guess that's where it started. I, I wrote like three songs. I wrote Serotonin High Rise and then uh, a song called Let Me. And that was kind of like my demo tracks that I would that I then shop to these other players that I was like, Hey, do you like this? Do you want to play with us? So we asked, um, uh, Matt Landry, who's a fantastic drummer, used to be our old drummer, but again, because of COVID, 
um, moved to Montreal, um, but we're still good friends. And so he's out there doing his thing too still. But uh, yeah, asked him, he was into it. And then Marco, um, we met, I met at uh, Matt's birthday party and I was just like, this guy's really nice. I'd seen him play before too. And he's just an incredible guitarist. And so I sent him the demos. I was like, what do you think? And he said, yes. So that's how it started. Um, and then we started collaborating past there and kind of making it a band, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, and the name, uh, The High Loves, uh, it was, there was no like one thing that kind of like sparked it per se. I was just, yeah. I remember I was like riding the bus, like I used to teach vocals and guitar in Mississauga and I was taking a long bus ride home and I was like, God, I gotta think of a name for these, this band I'm starting. <laughs> and I was just like writing down all these lists and of names and stuff. And I was like, no, no, no. It's band names are hard to come up with. I've tried many times, but yeah. the high loves, like it, it looked nice. It seemed like it suited rock music. Um, it uh, was reminiscent. Uh, like I, I like having the in the name. I don't know. It was just kind of like an older throwback to rock music. Um, also, the big thing is I Googled it and nothing came up. So. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's a pretty good indicator. Yeah, yeah I was just like, okay, it looks good. It sounds nice. Um, the only downside is it kind of sounds like the high lows. So some people confuse us for that sometimes. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's a small price to pay. I like, I like the name. So, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Um, and, you know, since 2018, it sounds like there's definitely been some shifts between different players and different instruments and stuff, like who plays on them. Yes. Do you find that your sound as a band, I mean, obviously it has progressed in the last four years, you know, from just an idea that you had to where you are now you know you just got like came off like performing all over um but yeah like how is it kind of like adjusting to uh having different players like is it difficult to um kind of figure out a sound come to like that conclusion collaborate in those ways with kind of a few people going in and out of the band yeah there's been a lot of changes um the most recent like what the high loves are now with Jeremy and Jaden and Marco, um, we've kind of been the core four here. And, uh, the, you know, it's the most collaborative collaborative that the band has been. Like mm -hmm. in the past, it's, it's, it was me a lot of the times taking the reins on a lot of, okay, we should maybe try this. And, and the guys would add their input like later. Um, but now with the, with the new guys, it's, it's very much like from the get-go, like I'll have an idea for a song and then, and then I send it out and I just kind of let everyone kind of pass it around and do their thing on it. And then it comes back and it's like, oh, this is, this is great. Uh, you know, 99% of the time it's great. And uh, if it's not, we iron it up together. So I think we learned to do it over COVID as well, like the collaboration over Zoom because, you know, no one was hanging out in person really. Um, and it was, a uh, yeah, it was kind of like playing catch with the song. Yeah, you know, over over Zoom, we'd have a lot of Zoom meetings, and we all have our own kind of studios uh, to work out of, which is great. Like okay, just yeah. like little home studios, nothing crazy, but that way we can like demo these songs, and then we can, you know, when we are able to get together. Excuse me. Um, when we were able to get together, uh, we we kind of looked at it and we had a game plan. So it's a, it's a really fun approach. Um, it's methodical, I guess. I mean, it's less organic than. Than maybe jamming a song up, but it seems to be working for us. 
and uh, it's kind of helped our songs evolve evolve nicely. I mean, we also have different but similar music tastes, which I think is is really fun because there's mm-hmm. we get like like Jeremy's like really into uh, hip hop and R and B and uh, and a lot of synth stuff and rap and and so a lot of those like uh, you know those sounds from from different uh, genres will will start seeping their way in, and I think mm-hmm. that's been really fun. Definitely. Yeah. Like you can hear that in your music for sure. That's kind of like fusion of different genres and stuff. You definitely have that like indie and alt rock pop rock sound. Um, and then, you know, some of your songs have this like synth sound to it. Um, and yeah, it's just a really cool meld of so many different things. And, um, you know, kind of on that note, uh, what type of music inspires your sound? You're kind of saying you all kind of have similar like um taste in music but there's probably you know that odd like artist or genre maybe but yeah what are like some artists and musicians that you guys look for um or look to for inspiration when creating your own music yeah uh well I can mostly just speak on my own behalf here again because it's very collaborative but I, I do generally tend to start the songs and and what I listen to is it's it changes a lot like what I've been listening to recently uh, I got really into Mits- really into Mitski recently. Mm. Um, really love her. She's great. Her writing is fantastic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and then I was listening to Remy Wolf as well. I don't okay, know if you've cool. heard of Remy Wolf. Yeah. Mm. So um, and then I was going back like Peach Pit. They've been a really big influence for me um, mm. on like some of the indie stuff. And then, but I always go back to like the '80s to listen to the classic hits. You know. Nice. Um, was listening to uh, some pop punk recently too. Nice. <laughs> listening to like uh, you know some Paramore. Uh, listening to Blink One Eighty Two. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of all over the place for yeah. me. I used to be like I used to be like a very like religious listener of certain artists, but I found that like for my writing, it's healthier not to get too stuck like Mm -hmm. on one artist even if I love them a lot like I was really into the strokes when I was younger still like love them but uh you know when you're writing and you're like everything you're doing sounds like it's a stroke song I'm like oh this probably isn't good (laughs) you know that I like listen too much to that um so now like I I love them still but like I listen to them very cautiously Mm -hmm. I would say because I you know I am quite influenced by what I listen to as, as is everyone I'm sure and so that's why I try and like listen to artists that might push my the boundaries a little bit more. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's awesome that you're like able to, yeah, like kind of acknowledge that too and just step out of your comfort zone a little bit because yeah, I've also been there, done that where I like am very like hyper fixated on one artist or like one album from a certain artist for like a while. Mm-hmm. And then when I go into my own songwriting, I'm like, Oh, this kind of sounds familiar. Like, where did I come up with this? And I'm like, Oh, it's literally from this song. Like you just kind of, <laughs> do it like without even realizing yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. I mean there's nothing wrong with like falling in love with an album or an artist I think it's awesome yeah I'm just like I'm just aware of it when I'm like in writing mode mm-hmm. yeah That's, and mm-hmm. uh, I know you kind of touched on it a little bit but what is kind of the band song writing process look like um does it kind of look more so like you know you kind of all do your own thing and then bring it and kind of work on it together or do you write as a group or maybe a little bit of both you can talk about that for sure um yeah I'd love to uh it starts like I start with the lyrics and like you started on acoustic guitar generally like there's not a lot of acoustic dinner like live show obviously but like that's how it'll start and then 
I, I mentioned we all have home studios, so I have a little home studio. I'm no good with synths and stuff, but uh, I'll I'll do like a guitar layering and and bass and and the vocals and and kind of like harmony stacks and the form generally of what I think the song should be at first, mm -hmm. and then I send that demo out to the guys, and it's usually quite rough. Um, I'm not a great engineer um, by any means, but uh, the, then I send it to them and. And if they like it, like if they think they like hear something in it and we all like it, then it kind of gets the green light. Mm -hmm. And then, and then Jeremy will, you know, our synth player um, and producer essentially uh, will take like, take his time to kind of mess with it. And, uh, and then he sends it back to us and we're like, Whoa, it's something else. <laughs> and, you know, Jaden uh, with the drums, of course, always, uh, like he's, he adds the drums and, and Marco. Marco will actually join me sometimes pre like the first demo I make to like help with the guitar stuff as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of how it starts. And then like the song could take like sometimes like, so we just recorded an EP that was like slowly starting to release singles from right now, like movie, make my life a movie we just put on Friday. But uh, some songs on this EP that we're releasing took like a year to finish. Wow and get right like it the the idea was they were good from the start i like to think but you know certain things just weren't perfect and we're quite perfectionist about things which i really like because you know like there'd be times where i'm like okay song's done it's great yeah and then like maybe marco might agree and Jer jeremy might agree and then jane will be like no that's this part still is not right and the, if one of us doesn't like it then we have to we have to figure it out yeah. Which is, which is fun. Cause you know, I really, we all trust each other's taste. That's good. Yeah. Um, and that, and I think it, it makes for like the song to me, at least it's shown a lot in how the music has progressed. It's gotten a lot better because of that, because I've had a habit of like, um, just getting excited and putting something out. I'm like, Oh, I see what it's going to be. Everyone will love it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, not everyone can see what you might see it could be. So that's where it's, mm -hmm. it's nice to have the, the other guys just being like, no, it's not ready. It's not ready. Yeah. We put it out when it's ready. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And that's really great that you guys can all like really work well together like that and uh, notice like when, you know, thing, when it, like maybe if it all sounds really great to one person, like you were saying, but one person is like, there's something that can be fixed that you guys are all just kind of willing to like take that challenge on and come yeah. together to, yeah, just make it sound uh, the way that you want it to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a pain when it happens. Like, well, there's been times where like, it's done. And then, <laughs> and then Jeremy's like, no. And then we're like, oh, come on. Like, I don't want to work on this song anymore. Yeah. But it's worth it. It's always worth it. Yeah. Do you ever get yeah. tired of like working on a song too much? Especially like some of the songs maybe that you've been working on a year. Like, do you ever get sick of them? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, we love the songs. Like, we only... I love the songs. Like I only like to work on stuff that I love now. Like, yeah. so if, if at some point we're all like, do we even like this song? And if we, if we're question, if that question comes up, then we ax it and it's gone. Okay. So like we've cut, we've cut like five, six songs from the recording process. Um, so yeah, if we don't love it, that doesn't usually survive. So like, it'll be a pain to work on the songs, but all the ones we loved, it's still like, you know, it's like, it's like it's your child or something, you know, <laughs> like, you're yeah. like we, we love them like a child, these songs and, and uh, there'll be challenges, but uh, you like to see them, uh, to see them grow.
Yeah. They're going to be so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And uh, earlier you were mentioning that you're originally from BC, actually, and you like moved to Toronto to kind of get into the music scene here. And you were also like attending school here. What was that jump like? And why did you kind of decide to, you know, pursue this band and being a musician in um, in Toronto compared to out west? Yeah, thank you. Good question. Um, I I just had a, I don't know I just had a feeling like in when I was in Victoria. It's if you've ever been, it's a beautiful city. It's got a really nice music scene, but yeah. it is quite small. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of felt like when I was there, I was busking, I was gigging like five six nights a week. I was excuse me, I was really busy, and I loved it. But uh, I did see a bit of a ceiling because like no big rock bands would come through or pop artists or rap artists and like no one big would come through Victoria that often so it didn't feel like there was that music scene I always mm. wanted um it, like that level I mean there is a great music scene again in Victoria but uh so I, I just knew like I needed to go to like out east somewhere um and initially I thought Montreal mm-hmm. I was actually gonna move to Montreal um but I had had I kind of I was <laughs> I had like scouts in both cities. I had like my friend, uh, Oscar, who I went to school with, he moved to Toronto and was studying at Humber. He's a year ahead of me. Um, and then I had a friend, uh, Nick, who was in Montreal, the, both at the same time. And I was talking to both of them and Nick wasn't loving Montreal and Toronto, uh, Oscar loved Toronto. So I was like, all right, I'll give Toronto a try just based on that. And, uh, and I'm, I'm glad I chose Toronto. It seems like the right fit. I mean, I've been to Montreal. We played a show there two weeks ago, and I, I love Montreal. It's a great city. I think mm-hmm. both would have been a good choice. But so happened I went to Toronto, and I love it here. Um, the transition was a shock for sure. Yeah. Went from like a city of like... From Victoria to Toronto. <laughs> yeah. It's quite a jump, yeah. Yeah, it was a big like culture and everything shock, just the amount of people and everything. The first year I was here, it was like, I was like, oh man, there was one point where I was like, do I move back? Like, I, I knew I couldn't, but it was like, it was just, uh, it was a lot of anxiety coming to a new city and, you know, small town boy. And <laughs> it was like, yeah, I don't know. It was, a, it was a big transition. But once I kind of got out of Humber and like allowed myself to live in the city with and just work in the city and, and see everything, like I tried my best to go out as much to meet people at random shows and and play some shows here and there. Uh, and that's when I kind of started to fall in love with the city. Cause um, to me, like Toronto, it's, it's all kind of, it's, there's a lot happening, but you have to like go out and kind of look for it. Mm-hmm. And then once you're in it, you're in it kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, I just love how much is going on here music wise. And yeah, I mean, like it's always been my goal to go back to your initial question here. I'm going a little off topic, but uh the Victoria to Toronto. Why did I do it? It was, it was all because like I wanted to eventually start like this band um, and, uh, and make the music I wanted to make and like hopefully have it heard on, on a global scale um, and uh, you know, turn it up to, to as many people as possible like have listening to it. Um, and uh, it just seemed like there's so much global connection in Toronto. It's like mm-hmm. a big hub, you know, it's uh, the States are right there. You know, you can fly to Europe if you'd like. It's pretty close, a lot closer than uh, the West Coast. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of my main reason. Okay, awesome. Um, and, yeah, glad to hear that you're liking 
Toronto. Um, yeah. That's treating you well. And so, yeah, there's uh, such a great scene and such a good support system. And you kind of find that, yeah, like Toronto's definitely, you know, yeah, it'll take you, it'll take you places compared to maybe being in a smaller town. But, um, and there's also like a lot that you can kind of travel to, I guess, in this area, right? Like you were able to do Kingston, Ottawa, Montreal. Um, that's big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What has kind of been like one of your favorite places to play? What's kind of one of the, one of, one of your favorite cities to kind of be in when you've played? Um, yeah, good question. Um, you know, this band has only kind of started, like we've only begun to tour. We, you know, want to, We'll be doing some more shortly. Haven't announced it yet. But uh, from what we've done, Kingston was fantastic. Such a great crowd there. Um, you know, uh, we really lucked out. Um, love to play there some more. It seems like it's a really big music city too, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, Kingston definitely has quite the music scene here too. And yeah, of course, you guys should definitely come back out. Uh, do yeah, I would love show to. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, everyone's so, so, uh, so lively and supportive. It was great. Um, Ottawa was a lot of fun too. Uh, mm. We did the rainbow there. That okay. was another, yeah, that was like a, that was kind of uh, to us kind of like a surprise, like home run show. Cause it was just like, I didn't, I didn't know turnout wise what it was going to be like. We hadn't played Ottawa before and, uh, and it was fantastic. And so many, a, a lot of really great people came out and were super supportive and, it's a fun city, so definitely love to go back there. Montreal was great um, as well. Yeah, I don't know. We got we to gotta play some more, but Kingston was definitely right up there. All right. Well, thank yeah. you on behalf of YGK. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, when you're kind of planning, like, um, doing, like, tour and traveling to all these places, um, is it really just you guys organizing all of it by yourselves, or do you kind of have, like, someone to help you out and – yeah yeah uh so for this run we've we've been working with um a friend of mine he goes by his name is Sebastian Cook and he uh he's like a kind of a veteran in the Canadian music scene he's he's got uh, um a collective called the Beat Network and uh he's been doing a lot of work he used to be a grant writer um uh and used to work on the panel for Factor I believe and mm. He's worked as like kind of a booker. So we, we were very fortunate to have him. He helped us out with, uh, with booking on the tour. Um, so it was, it was kind of him and I undertaking that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, so yeah, that's, that's it. He's great. Sebastian's helped us out. Um, yeah. Booking a tour is not a straightforward thing. So definitely helps to yeah. have friends. I bet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of hard when you're like, you know, an up and coming band and stuff, you know, you're not at, you know that like a list level basically where you have like 10 people on your team working for you and doing yeah. a lot behind the scenes stuff it must be really hard just um balancing yeah like being a musician like actually just you know doing the songs doing all that stuff and then yeah. booking a tour and all the logistics that come with that um and just anything else that life really throws at you at the same time so yeah that's uh pretty impressive yeah um yeah it's a it's a full-time thing it's like it's much more than just music but I'm, I'm glad it's it works this way you know because it for me I like learning the ins and outs of everything and you know eventually hopefully we do have more of a team and but when that happens like I'll kind of know and have a lot of respect for everyone that's doing the job that yeah I kind of worked on at some point you know 
Yeah. Because it, it is a team effort, like everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Know. There's no better way to learn than just being thrown into the thick of it for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys are kind of described or not kind of, you are described as like a pop rock, rock and roll band. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a pretty popular genre of music, of course, especially in the live music scene. Um, but what's kind of something that makes you different from other bands? What do you guys kind of bring to the table that's unique? Not to sound like it's, you know, I'm interviewing you for like a job. Yeah. Thing, but yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's totally fine. Um, yeah, it's a it's a question that has been asked a few times on tour and I've been thinking about it. And I think something that does make us unique is that people are having a tough time pinning down our influences, which I, I, I like a lot. I think, it could, well, because it's like it comes back to what I was talking about earlier, where it's like, you know, if you listen to one artist too much, you start sounding like them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's exciting. Um, I don't know if I have the concrete answer for what is what makes our sound completely different yet, but um, I think with like our our teamwork and our ability and our like our um, wealth of musical knowledge, because all the guys in the band went to school and have all loved music for a long time and all come from different areas that we. I feel really confident in all of us that we can try out different things and different genres and, and incorporate a lot of different elements into things. So I, I think, I think we have a, a strong um, uh, talent of being versatile, which eventually I hopefully we'll see some more of, but uh, I, I think that the core of it is that it's all, we, I like to write happy music like that makes people feel good. Mm-hmm. so um that definitely comes across in your guys' music so yeah <laughs> awesome awesome uh so yeah that's I think that's a big big thing for us is that I always want you know people to leave our shows if they came to our show to feel better or you know feel better than when they got there you know like yeah. kind of take away something you know hopefully leave with a smile on your face um so positivity that's a that's a big thing yeah. for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, just a random side question. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys ever been compared to Rex Orange County? No, but I have been listening to him a fair amount. Okay, yeah, because when I listened to, um, I think it was, I was listening to Sure of It. And the first thing, like when you kind of started, um, like in the first instrumental bit, I was like, wow, this sounds like Rex Orange County. And I was wondering if like you were, you're saying like a lot of people have, you know, kind of go through so many different options to like pinpoint your music and where you kind of are influenced from. And you were saying earlier, like you're mentioning some bands and I was like, oh, I have to ask like if Rex Orange County has ever come up because that is who I think of when I hear your guys' music, just like that very like happy indie rock, um, very like sunny day type of music. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, 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 good catch. Yeah, <laughs> love Rex Orange County. I mean, I don't know if anyone else in the band listens to, to, to him, to them, but uh, I, I really like, like all his work. So, yeah, it's not a conscious influence. Um, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, for me, like vocally, I like I warm up. Like, we have a similar vocal range, so I mm-hmm. do a lot of warm ups, like singing a lot of. His stuff like that he's got a really great voice and uh all the songs are very singable for me yeah uh so that's kind of yeah i'd say for sure i was also like the r&b kind of kind of indie rock thing 
Mm-hmm. Like I was listening to a lot of Still Woozy as well. I don't know if you know Still Woozy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was a that's another influence for sure. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, like I, I was saying earlier that you kind of have like all these different influences, these different genres that kind of come together. And, uh, you know, you kind of somehow make it work. Um, is there a genre that uh, you would really like to kind of dive into that you maybe haven't experimented too much with that you'd kind of like to bring into the high loves music? Um, yeah, uh, I guess, like, I've always wanted to add orchestral elements, you know, like strings and stuff like that. I mean, we don't have the budget right now at all, but uh, somewhere down the line, like, you know, classical kind of like the just big orchestral stuff would be really fun. I, I mean, I used to arrange and write stuff like that. Like I'm not good at it. It's very difficult (laughs) to do, but I'd like to practice that more and get better and like try and arrange, um, like an orchestra that that would be an undertaking you know yeah for <laughs> over sure over top of like some rock music you know maybe one day yeah but, that would uh, be awesome um mm-hmm. yeah well if you end up doing that let us know and uh it'd be cool to take a <laughs> listen yeah <laughs> yeah thank you yeah um and so you know COVID-19 is kind of now easing a bit hopefully easing for the last time and we don't have to do this whole <laughs> lockdown and everything um but yeah like over the last two years there have been so many on and off lockdowns um so how did that kind of affect the band's time you know not being able to perform or record music um or even like you were saying earlier like get together in person and you know doing like zoom meetings with a band like that's obviously a very type of different experience so yeah how did covid kind of um affect the band in those ways over the last two years for sure. Yeah. There's a lot. It affected everything to be honest. Like it, excuse me. It, uh, it was like a massive shock as it was to everyone at first and the shutdown and no more shows. And, and I was sad, angry, mad, you know, yeah. like initially and, and down about it. But after the, you know, realizing it was going to go on for a while, started to, you know, try to be positive and, and look at what I could do. And, and I think the band as it is now happened because of COVID, mm-hmm. like in a positive light to, to, you know, we had to, I had to reflect and look at, you know, what wasn't working, what was working. Yeah. How can I make the music as good as possible? Like what, uh, you know, and then asking the new guys to join and uh, they brought so much and, and just kind of how we work on songs, like the back and forth over the Zoom calls. Like mm-hmm. It was so strange at first, right? But yeah, it, uh, you know, we had time. So we'd like talk every, almost every day, Mm -hmm. like have a zoom meeting and, you know, not doing anything. So here's a song I'm working on a song and send it to them in the evening. And, you know, they'd look at it, listen to it, mess around with it. And then we'd have a zoom meeting about it. And, uh, it it became, it was, it was fun. It was like a collaborative. I mean, it sucked not have being able to meet up in person, obviously, Mm -hmm. but it was nice to know that we, it was nice for me to have a project. Um, and I think for all of us, and it kept me, uh, relatively sane (laughs) working (laughs) on this stuff and, uh, you know, setting goals. And, and I think it's now that we're starting to, we're actually able to see each other and and go play shows and stuff. I think we've still maintained a lot of the skills and the confidence that no matter what, like we still want to make music, like, because there was a question there, like, I don't know if 
if too many other people thought about, but I definitely thought about it where I was like, what if this goes on for a long time and like, you know, longer and music, live music isn't a thing anymore. Like would I still want to make music, right? Mm -hmm. Like it made me question like, why am I doing it? And, you know, and I realized like, yeah, I can't, I can't go without it. So, and I think all the other guys feel the same way. So mm-hmm. that, that to me kind of gives a confidence in a life to like all the music that we put out. It's like, no matter what, like we're doing this because we love it first off. Yeah. It's awesome if other people enjoy it as well. Yeah, definitely. And how is it now, um, you know, coming out of COVID <laughs> again, hopefully fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how is it like, how was it like, you know, just performing and stuff over the last few weeks? How is it being, you know, back in the studio and stuff and just having it be a sense of normalcy again for musicians? Yeah, it's amazing. It was honestly, this tour was like the most fun I've had. Yeah in two years two and a half years yeah, I bet, <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah maybe ever uh, it was like it was a honestly such a blast to yeah. to see that people wanted to go out and see music like that was another thing I wasn't sure if like people would you know be there really we booked the shows and hopeful but people showed up and had a great time and brought so much energy and positivity and it's just so, such a delight to meet all these people and and see that you know live music as well it's alive and it's well and uh and yeah again since things opened up i've been doing like very proactive with trying to see as many concerts as i can yeah i love it i i love live music like any shows and and uh and just it's like there's a reignited passion in a lot of people that Mm -hmm. have been seeing you know not just us but like so many others and uh and it's just great to kind of be a part of it Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. yeah yeah definitely I think everyone's kind of missed it and yeah like it was definitely you know uh nerve-wracking probably because yeah with COVID kind of being done and live music starting again you don't know if everyone's comfortable being in spaces like that um if people are gonna come out um all that sort of stuff but at least it's you know it's paid off and it's been doing well and I think I think people are just kind of we're sick and tired of being out. And I know there's so many people who are like wanting to get more into live music recently. Like the other day I went to, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I went to a patio with my friends for some live music and they're not really big in like, or they haven't really had a chance to explore a lot of the live music is in Kingston. And so I took them to a show, had some drinks and they loved it. They were like, Oh my gosh, we need to do more of this. And I'm like, yeah, it's so good. And yeah, it's, yeah um which is awesome yeah um and is there anything new coming up with the highlights i know you guys released your single um on friday may 13th um yes yeah um make my life a movie which yeah was a really good song i think like a pretty good summer song um for sure yeah and uh yeah any other new music maybe more shows anything that you can kind of tease without giving too much away for sure yeah you know we haven't officially announced it but i'll 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 say it now uh we have a show uh july 8th at the horseshoe tavern in toronto um which we're very excited about uh so that's a friday um we will also uh be playing in montreal june 26th we have a really fun show there um sunday and then we will also be playing north by northeast um doing a showcase in toronto i I believe on the 18th of june um as far as music uh you know 
Make My Life movie out now. Um, we will be uh, releasing more songs very shortly. I, I think, as I briefly mentioned, we had been we've been recording the last while, and they're just kind of getting mixed. And mm -hmm. very, very excited about this uh, this this group of songs. So, yeah. so we'll be releasing some more shortly. Yeah, that's really exciting. And is this the band's like? Because I know you guys have a lot of singles and stuff. So is mm -hmm. this EP? This is not the first EP coming out though, because you had one that came out like a while ago, right? Like, uh... yeah. So we actually have two EPs out. Um, we our first one was like uh, back in 2018. That was like the first rendition of the band. But the yeah. band as it is now, we have an EP called "Too Much of a Good Thing," and we put that out uh, back in September. I believe September 10th is when it came out. Um, yeah. yeah, still really proud of that EP. So that's out there. Um, mm -hmm. And we put Sure of It out as a single. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I think we'll be sticking kind of with singles for now. But the idea is to, we do have an EP uh, <laughs> that will be done. So not a new one. Um, but uh, for now, we're, we're doing a couple of singles. And, and that's, a, that's the game plan. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add before we end off? Uh, no, this has been really fun. Thanks so much for, you know, coming out to the show uh, in Kingston and asking, you know, coming up and saying hello. It's been, you know, very lovely. Great to meet you. And uh, thanks for asking us to, to be on this Asking Me. Yes, of course. It was a pleasure to, uh, yeah, um, see you guys live to chat with you today. Um, and people, if you're people, um, anyone listening, if you're interested in checking out the high lows, we're obviously going to be playing some music um, for the rest of the episode, but check them out at the high loves on Instagram. True. Yes. Uh, yes. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. <laughs> We have TikTok, we're uh, Apple Music, The High Loves, Spotify, The High Loves. Um, yeah, YouTube, we have some fun videos if you'd like to check those out as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, thanks, Alex. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Thank you so much, Noah. Thank you for listening to In the Booth, produced with the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples.